When you're almost famous, you just might find yourself live on air on WATD. Hour 2 of Almost Famous begins now. Welcome to the second hour of Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians. From here on the South Shore into Boston and all across New England, we do it every Tuesday night, brought to you by Tiny and Sun's Glass. And yes, this is hour number two. That means we're live on the Tiny stage. And tonight we are so excited to welcome Amanda McCarthy to the Tiny stage. Amanda, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing well. How are you doing? Doing great. You made it down here finally. We've been talking about this forever, and uh, it's great to have you back. I'm happy to be back. I love coming down here, even if it takes me three hours to get here. (laughs) (laughs) We love having you. So for those who may have missed uh, your previous appearances here, who is Amanda McCarthy? Introduce yourself. Uh, Amanda McCarthy um, is an ever-evolving artist from New Hampshire slash Massachusetts area. Um, Last time I was on the show, I think I was like... I don't really know. I kind of bounce back and forth between being like pop, country, rock, definitely a mix of all that. And um, where I fall on that spectrum comes out differently at different points in my life. I, I, I would agree. And I think <laughs> I think the evolutions just get better and better with, with, you know, how you evolve just changes the way you sound for the better. So well, thank you. I can't wait to hear what we're in store for tonight. Uh, so tell us more, more about your home base. You're based in New Hampshire. I am based in New Hampshire. I grew up in Londonderry, which is uh, right next to Manchester. And um, I definitely have a really strong support network there. And uh, I'm currently living in Hampton on the seacoast. And I love every minute of that. I absolutely love it out there. I'm probably going to end up moving back towards Londonderry, Derry, Manchester, but I really don't want to. I just want to stay on the seacoast, preferably. Excellent. That sounds that, that sounds cool. So, So the music scene in New Hampshire... Um, I've, I've only had a chance to, to get a very small taste of it, but how would you describe the, uh, the music scene and the, and the community up there? New Hampshire is tricky because we have a really strong and supportive music scene, but a lot of the venues um, are very much cover-oriented. There is original music in New Hampshire, but um, the venues are a lot further and farther between. Um, but the community is so talented and um, just very supportive and friendly, and I really love that aspect of it. Excellent. So if, if people are listening tonight, Amanda, and they want to track you down online, where's the best place to go? AmandaMcCarthy.com is definitely the central place. Um, as far as social media, uh, Facebook is the one I use most. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at AmandaMCMusic. And I have um, select pieces on Spotify and my whole discography back to 2014 on Bandcamp. Awesome. You've got the tailor in hand. I love that guitar, by the way. Thank you. Let's uh, hear a live song. What are you going to share with us first tonight? So uh, I'm actually going to jump right into it. This is um, a pretty deep song. Uh, It's called Fusion. I'm going to be releasing it November 21st. And um, this is actually a song I wrote when I was 17. I wrote it. um, I'm just going to be super honest here because I got to talk about it eventually. I wrote it. um, after I was assaulted, and I'm releasing it on the 10-year anniversary of that. So I'm just going to jump right in and play it. Let's hear it. Amanda McCarthy, live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. You can't 
Amanda McCarthy live in studio tonight on 95.9 WATD. Incredible job with that one, Amanda. Thank you very much. That must have not been an easy song for you to write. Could you maybe elaborate more on on when you felt it was the right time for that song to, to happen? So when I actually wrote it, I wrote this song in May of 2011. Um, I was 17. I was still in high school. Uh, the incident happened November of 2008. So it kind of just poured out of me one day. And I guess it was the right time because 20 minutes later, the song came out, but I couldn't show anybody. It was like still at the time very much a big secret for me. And I've played it intermittently for audiences here and there. But coming on 10 years, even though it was written so long ago, I'm still proud of it. It still feels like something I'd say currently. And I just feel like it's the right time to really let people hear it now and let people know where a lot of my life comes from. I usually don't like to involve politics in this show, but that's a very sensitive subject um, today. And if it's it's the, the current events are kind of helping people to um, to break out of their shell a little bit and, and share their experiences too. If somebody's listening right now and they they want some some they need some advice, what would you tell them? If they're afraid to share their story. I would tell them I completely understand where they're coming from because, um, you know, I won't get too political myself, but even current day, I shared something on Facebook last week, you know, just saying, like, I really identify what's going on right now. And um, I had a few people who were like, you know, I support you. I'm here for you. But I had other people just tear into the post and start, like, attacking me for it and even 10 years later, I ended up taking the post down because I just, I couldn't really deal with it. And later I was like, no, I don't want to be that weak person. I'm going to stand and take it for the people who can't take it, um, for people who maybe haven't had 10 years to come to terms with it, or they've had longer and they just can't. And um, there will be people who suck if we're just being blunt, but agreed. there are so many other people who are going to support you and be on your side for it. And if you don't have those people, send me an email and I'll be that person. Very good advice. I'm Hinda McCarthy in studio tonight here on WATD. So somebody who's, who's listened to your music quite a bit, your songs are very personal. Is that how you typically write? Do you, do you usually write songs from the heart that kind of tell your story? Definitely. I mean, I even... I was looking into like, you know, the professional songwriting path for a while and I admire so much of it. But like for me, what I really enjoy is writing from my heart and telling my stories. And even when that involves a song taking like more of a pop spin, which there will definitely be a few of those on the upcoming album. It's definitely all from inside. It's one of my stories. So um, sometimes I'll write based on other people's stories, like friends of mine or something they've been through. But I've never just been like, hmm, I'm going to write a song today. What should I write it about? It always stems from something very personal and very active in my brain. It's funny you should mention that because I've had songwriters in here who will say, you know, they can't write from the heart and they have to have, you know, somebody give them a theme, like write a song about a, a, a white dog or write a song about a black cat. And they have to have that prompt for them to to come up with a song where other people, you know, if they have a breakup, if they go through a traumatic incident in their life, they 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 um, kind of release that emotion through, uh, through music. 
And it's funny you say that because um, I can write from a prompt as well. I actually just ended up being a finalist in a competition that way. But even the song that was prompted, I still drew from very much a real life story and a real life, you know, emotion and circumstance and based the song around that, even though it was a prompt. So I guess I managed to do both. That's cool. Now, now is that, I saw you uh, post about an event in New York. Is that the, the competition you were in? Yeah. So Monday night on Columbus Day, I played in New York City uh, for the Coffee Music Project. Um, it's an original music competition that entirely benefits Project Waterfall, which brings clean drinking water to coffee growing communities. And um, one of the songs we had to por- perform was a song written about New York, which I didn't know when I entered the competition. So I was like, oh, crap, I got to write a song about New York now. And I did. And, you know, being a girl from New Hampshire in New York City, um, I expected to go there and kind of get my butt handed to me with the competition. I never expected to place, but um, they liked my song and the other song I performed. And now I'm in the finals. That is very cool. Um, so, Amanda, show us your website again and your online information. Sure. Um, my website is amandamccarthy.com. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. If you type in Amanda MC Music, I'll come up. Uh, Facebook and Spotify. I have the check marks next to my name. And um, if you want like my full discography, everything I've ever released, that is on Bandcamp. Excellent. Speaking of music, let's hear some more. What do you want to share with us next? Well, since... The New York song came up. I will play that song, I guess. All right. Uh, This is called Somewhere in Syracuse. Um, The title popped into my head before I thought, oh, maybe the song really has to be about New York City. Um, But someone who definitely plays a big part in my life, um, they moved to Boston from Syracuse, you know, freshman in college, young age. And um, I've never really left my home. And just that bravery kind of like... That really has always inspired me since I've known him. And when I think of New York, I think of people going there, you know, chasing their dreams. So I just kind of changed a few words around from Boston to New York City. And this is kind of his story. Let's hear it. Amanda McCarthy, 95.9 WATD, the tiny stage is yours. Thank you. He shows me his hometown. Driving way too fast Young eyes radiating pride And a glimpse into the past He laughs like his father Loves like his mother Knows the back roads like the back of his hand Young and dumb and a little bit naive That silver spirit taught him how to dream There's a little boy I know Somewhere out in Syracuse There's a heart of gold that's grown One day he will know the truth Growing up is a funny game But he lives for the rhythm in his brain The southern skyline lights the way back home But his heart was craving adventure Screaming now or never Before we knew it He was walking New York City streets Decided to hug it With dreams in his pocket 
fate came knocking, he couldn't chalk it up to nothing. The highway sky lit something up inside. He fell in love with chasing another life. There's a dreamer all alone, somewhere out in Syracuse. He'll carve a pathway of his own. Question all he knows is true. Complacency is one cheap bet. When you're strangled by a safety net, there must be more to life than what's at home. He found his way to the Hudson as the summer air grew cold. Homesick nights were few and far between. Towers and trials and thousands of miles manifested hope to find the man that he was meant to be. There's a little boy I Despite the dark man hiding nights, every red light has a bright side. Kiss me quick before it turns to green. The city lights have brought him home to me. Brought him home to me. Somewhere out in Syracuse. Amanda McCarthy live in studio tonight, 95.9 WATD. Amazing. Nice job on that. Thank you. You wrote that song just for that competition? Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. We have to take our first time out of the night. We are nearing 920 here on WATD. Brought to you every week by Tiny and Sons Glass, introducing you to local music. And we have more with Amanda McCarthy in studio here on 95.9 WATD. This is Sean McLaughlin from 37 Foot Productions, and you are listening to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. And welcome back to Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD, introducing you to independent bands and musicians from here on the South Shore into Boston and across New England Brought to you every Tuesday by Tiny and Sons Glass. My name is John. Don't forget to, later on tonight, 10 o'clock here on WATD, just after 10, a new show to the WATD family. It's Americana Rama with Mike Joshua. And uh, he comes your way every Monday through Thursday, 10 o'clock here on WATD. So check him out. Keep him company tonight. And uh, stay tuned after the, after Almost Famous. So we have Amanda McCarthy joining us live on the Tiny Stage tonight. Amanda, how you doing in there? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing great, too. You sound fantastic tonight. Thank you. So for those who missed the first part of the show and the first couple times that you were here, tell us who you are again. So uh, I'm Amanda McCarthy. 
I am an artist who is some combination of pop, rock, and country all kind of thrown together in a melting pot. Um, each genre comes out when it wants to. I don't really try to be one over the other. And uh, I like it that way. I feel like it gives me a lot of variety. I think it makes it more fun. So you might be able to help me out with something that I've been trying to think about all week long. Okay. And nobody can think of the name of this place, and I'm sure I, I, I told everybody, if anybody's going to know, it's going to be you. Okay. There was a place in New Hampshire years ago, like maybe 10 years ago, that catered to young performers. Sad Cafe. Yes, that's it. Sad <laughs> Cafe. And I think you used to play there quite a bit. I did. I played there a lot. They were... um. That was actually the first place I did a half hour set. And like I was like, oh my God, a half hour. Do I even know that many songs? But yeah, um, they were great. Now, when did you, when did you realize that you can do music professionally? Uh, professionally? I think I was around 18 or 19. I was totally in the dark. Like I didn't even realize people could get paid for music if they weren't famous. So when someone mentioned one day, oh, this act only takes paid gigs. I was like, paid gigs? What is that? I didn't think that existed if you weren't famous. Um, but that's when I knew I wanted to do it. I was like, oh, well, they can get paid gigs. I'm sure I can get paid gigs. And um, it just kind of took off from there. It started slow. And then it was like 2013 when I was like, I am absolutely going to do this professionally. Fantastic. And when did you realize that you could write and that you were comfortable sharing your music in public? Um. First time I sang an original song in public was 2009. It was March of 2009. And um, it was terrifying. But as soon as I did that, I was like, oh, my God, I want to do that more. I want to <laughs> do it again. And then that same very first song, a few months later, I ended up singing it again at a school event. And uh, that dude I wrote it about was there. And... Um, right before the lights went down, I made eye contact with him, and I was like, oh, crap, I'm actually doing this, aren't I? And I did. And Does he, he know? Oh, he knew. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason with you, I, I, it's pretty, I'm sure it's pretty obvious. I don't, I don't usually try to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to take a break from the live music because you, you've sent me over the last uh, couple of weeks some amazing studio tracks that I think the world needs to hear. Oh, yes, I'm super excited. Um, I have an album coming out, looking at February of next year, but I've been in the studio. I've just been working hard making these perfects and kind of crafting an album that shows all of me, but is also like a cohesive product. So it's been a lot of fun, and I'm excited to give some sneak peeks of that. So which track are we starting with? Uh, so the first one we're going to start with it actually is already out. It's on Spotify, iTunes, everywhere. It's called Secret Love. And uh, this was a really fun one because it's kind of like a lot of this album has been focusing on fantasy, like things I wish I could do that in real life I kind of can't. And uh, Secret Love was definitely an example of this. I'm just kind of wanting to run away with someone and go on a big adventure. And I just put it into a song. Let's hear it. Amanda McCarthy. It's called Secret Love. 95.9 WATD. Should have seen it coming from light years away. Should have made you go, but instead I begged you to stay. And the stars have lined to parallel hearts gone astray. Not a moment too soon under the 
McCarthy's Secret Love 95.9 WATD, a track that you said is already released. Yes. Where can that be found? That can be found on Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, Tidal, any other random music streaming site you use, as well as my website, amandamccarthy.com. Now, you talked earlier in the show about uh, different genres. Now, in, in the uh, the Syracuse song, 
I definitely heard a lot of country influence in this particular song. I hear a little bit more of the other uh, pop influence that you were talking about. Um, when you're writing songs, do you know from the start whether it's going to be a country song or a pop song, or does that kind of come out as the song is being created? I usually know, I tend to write choruses first. This song was interesting because I wrote the bridge first, believe it or not. But uh, usually the chorus comes first, and usually I know right away what kind of song it's going to be. That's awesome. Now, a song like that, how long did that song take to uh, to complete? Um, took me about 20 minutes in my ex-boyfriend's bathroom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Um, and then the studio process. How did, how did that go in the studio? Did you just basically take an acoustic song in and say, here it is, and then they kind of built the track around that? I do that sometimes. Uh, with Secret Love, me and my band had already hashed it out, so... Uh, we went in there pretty much knowing what we were going to do with it, and um, we cut it down a little bit, made it a little shorter. Uh, producer gave us some tips. Um, we really beefed up the drum part, and uh, he helped me bring my vocals to a totally different level than where they were prior. So um, having a clean set of ears definitely helped, but it was also already pretty much put together. Excellent. So is that kind of what people can expect to hear from your full band sound? For the most part, yeah, um, especially at a live show with the full band. Um, I've got like my pop personality, but um, the band definitely brings out the rock because they're all rock musicians, and I love getting a chance to play some good pop rock music. That's awesome. Speaking of the band, speaking of live shows, do you have any shows coming up that you can share with us? Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of what I have in Boston. Oh, um. This Monday, the 22nd, at Loretta's Last Call, I'm doing a singer-songwriter competition. Oh, awesome. Those are always fun there. Yeah. Um, so it's like set up like a standard writer's night, but there's a competition aspect to it. And uh, that'll be at 7 p.m. That's a free show, so anyone can come in and hang out and cheer a little louder for Amanda McCarthy <laughs> if they feel so inclined. Um, and then after that, I know November 27th, I just got added on to a songwriter show at Thunder Road in Somerville. Oh, cool. I love that place. Yeah, Jay Saros is actually putting it together. Yeah, he's he's amazing. Yeah, um, he's just, he's a beast in the best way possible. He's everywhere doing everything and definitely a vital part of the Boston community. Um, and lives about 10 minutes down the road from the radio station. Really? Yeah. That I didn't know. Um, but yeah, he's putting it together. I don't know who else is on the bill yet, but... Um, I'm sure it's going to be a great night. I'll have more info on that as soon as it's available. Awesome. Up on your website? Yep, on cool. my website and uh, probably Facebook as well. Awesome. Let's uh, continue on with the tracks. What do you want to share with us next? So the next one, um, if I didn't hit enough cities in Secret Love, I'd have another city song. This is uh, this one's called San Diego, and it's about a totally different person, totally different thing. Um, this song kind of came out of a very long-term relationship that had ended. And there were kind of like a lot of factors of like, if this had been different, then this wouldn't have happened and we'd still be together. And that's something I struggled with for a long time because the issue was never the amount of love in the relationship. Um, it's kind of tricky to explain without getting into my whole life story. But basically, I kind of went back to that fantasy aspect of like, well, what if things were different? What if we could go somewhere else and just forget about everything going on? And it was um, it was definitely another escape song, but not an adventure. It was definitely more of like a kind of like a survival kind of escape that came out in this song. Um, and 
obviously life is not about running away from your problems and I think that's something I try to communicate in the song but also just that aspect of knowing if I could I would and that's where San Diego came from let's hear it 95.9 WATD another year goes by you look me in the eye and we both know Tomorrow comes anew, and I will come unglued, cause we both know. When you take off in the morning, the rain will hide the light. If things had just been different, maybe we would win the fight. Amanda McCarthy, it's called San Diego 95.9 WATD. Tell us again how that song happened, Amanda, if you would. Sure. San Diego um, was kind of like a different type of escape song um, about me and a relationship that had ended with someone. And the issue was never how much we loved each other. It was just um, aspects that at the time were kind of out of 
the control of both of us. And this song was kind of like, well, if these things weren't around, if we could go somewhere else, everything would be okay. And it was just kind of like that fantasy of if we could fly away and go to San Diego um, and just get away from here and just be us and who we want to be. Awesome. Now, the, these uh, studio tracks that we're hearing, are these the tracks that are going to be included on the uh, the upcoming album? San Diego will be on the album. Um, it is not out yet. This is a WATD exclusive That's share. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so what, do, do you have a, a release date in mind for the uh, for the album? Exact date? No. Um, definitely looking at, like, towards the end of February. Awesome. Very cool. Now, is it is it going to be a full length or is it going to be an EP? It's going to be my first full length. Oh, very cool. Yes. That's awesome. It's terrifying and overwhelming, but also really <laughs> exciting. So, Do you have all the songs written? Yes. Oh, awesome. So how long, how, when you're putting together an album, and, and, and I know you're a songwriter, so this, it must be tough to narrow down the songs to make it on the album. How do you go through that process? Uh, I'm still kind of in that process, if we're being totally truthful. But um, a lot of it's instinct. Um, there's definitely a common theme to the album. Um, not like to the point where it's a full-blown concept album, but definitely a few common themes. Um, and definitely trying to make sure I have that right balance of, you know, that pop, rock, and country mix without one overshadowing the other, but still kind of being similar enough that it can reach kind of a cohesive audience. So finding that balance and making sure the production's right on each song where it shows that variety, but also cohesiveness has been tricky but fun. For the most part, are all the tracks relatively new or do some of them go back into your catalog? A lot of them are new. A few of them go back into the catalog. Excellent. And do you have a name for the uh, for the collection yet? Not officially, but I'm, <laughs> I, I was bouncing back and forth because one theme is kind of like, you know, exploring and one theme is kind of like rainbows. Um, so I'm going back and forth either between road trip, road trip or spectrum. Oh, I like that. That sounds very cool. I can't wait to hear it. I haven't quite decided yet. I'm leaning towards road trip, but we'll see. We have uh, one more studio track here um, that you sent me over, and it's kind of a, um, a revised version of a song that I think you played the first time that you were here in studio. I think so. Tell us about this. So this is Elephant in the Room. Uh, Elephant in the Room is now going on four years old. Um, I call it my little song that could because um, when I wrote it, things started happening. It was one of the first songs that really made me feel like an artist and not some blind little girl with a guitar trying to feel her way into what she wants to be. Um, when I wrote this song, I felt like me. And uh, it was, the, I shouldn't say the first song that made people take notice. That was probably Sticks and Stones. But um, this song definitely made people kind of start taking notice. It definitely helped me like make fans who weren't just my friends. Um, and it just opened a lot of doors for me. And even four years later, I still love this song. I love jamming out to it. I love seeing people jam out to it. And people still tell me, it's one of their favorites. Now, when I wrote this song, I didn't really have a lot of money. Um, I literally just had a child. So when I recorded it, uh, we just recorded an acoustic version, but I'd always envisioned it being so much bigger. So um, the album will include this as the second song on it, pretty sure second song, uh, with the revived full band edition. And it's not out anywhere yet. 
I'm trying to really highlight songs that aren't Elephant in the Room so people can get to know those songs, but this is another one I wanted to share um, on the Almost Famous show. All right, and I love this track. Let's hear it. Amanda McCarthy, 95.9 WATD. That's Amanda McCarthy, Elephant in the Room, the full band version here on WATD. I kind of like these debuts tonight. They're very cool. <laughs> I'm glad I can show them to you. Thank you so much. Uh, so let's do another quick introduction. Tell us who is Amanda McCarthy. 
Amanda McCarthy is an artist from southern New Hampshire. She is some combination of pop rock and country music, and uh, she performs pretty often in New Hampshire and the Boston area. I love it. And you've got uh, some upcoming events. Uh, one of them is this coming Monday. It's at uh, Loretta's Last Call. That sounds very cool. One of their incredible songwriting rounds. Yes. A songwriting round competition. Oh, it's a competition this time. Even better. Yeah. So that'll be interesting, but we'll see how that goes. Cool. And uh, where can people track you down online? AmandaMcCarthy.com is kind of the central place. Um, social media, I use Facebook most often. If you type in Amanda McCarthy, a profile with a check mark will come up. That's me. I also uh, use Twitter and Instagram at Amanda MC Music, and you can find some of my music on Spotify and all of my music ever released on Bandcamp. Excellent. We have to take our final timeout of the night, but uh, maybe uh, a live song after the break? Definitely. Awesome. 95.9 WATD. We're live with Amanda McCarthy. I'm Janae Halstead, and you're listening to Almost Famous on 95.9 WATD. And welcome back to Almost Famous here on 95.9 WATD. My name is John Shea, introducing you to independent bands and musicians. From here on the South Shore into Boston and across New England, brought to you by Tiny and Sons Glass. In just a few moments, Mike Joshua takes over the airwaves with Americana Rama. But uh, for a few more moments, we have the amazing Amanda McCarthy live in studio. Amanda, how are you doing tonight? I'm doing awesome. How are you? I am doing great. So glad we could finally make this work out with you. It's been way too long. It has been way I'm too so long. I'm so sorry it took me so long. <laughs> it's all right. Well, I'm going to have to get you back here. Now that we've got this new studio, we can do a full band show. Yes. That would be awesome. Maybe around the time of the uh, CD release. Yeah, absolutely. So again, one last time, share with us your website and online information. My website is amandamccarthy.com. Uh, Facebook is my main social media Type in Amanda McCarthy, check mark next to it, that's me. Twitter and Instagram at Amanda MC Music. Um, my current music on Spotify, all of my ever released music is on Bandcamp. And the final question your Halloween costume this year? I think Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> I'm not sure yet. <laughs> I like that. Very cool. We have time for one last song, Amanda. What are we uh, going to the top of the hour with? So I'm actually going to do um, an acoustic version of a song called Can't Look Back. Um, which is um, on Spotify and iTunes and everywhere else, and will be on the album as well. Fantastic. Amanda, thank you again. Get home safely. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. This pretty smile might suggest that I'm alright, but I confess You're putting my heart to the test Baby, I'm a mess The load is lying on my spine I'll tell them all that I'm just fine But I can't get you off my mind After all this time And I can't look back on the road that I've traveled Shows my path, the story unraveled wouldn't change a thing But I still feel it sting These thoughts are turning around, turning around Running right back to you My heart is calling you out from the inside out Knowing I must hide the truth And what a shame the one who got away Always seems to be the one who never knew 